close to a decade, Abraham Awoshimi has been molding minds and raising young people to live purposefully, building capacity in all spheres of life. He is a sought-after transformational speaker, high-impact educator, life skills expert, corporate trainer, life and career coach, veritable author, and youth development practitioner. message you're about to hear will position you to live life to the fullest with actionable insights and strategies. Now, Abraham Oroshini. So I'm sharing on what I've captioned, Must I Lead? Um, I know this is part of the series we have talking about the power of the mind. Uh, again, I'm sharing on this title, Must I Lead? I mean, it's a major question we need, we need to ask today. Uh, I'm going to share around mindsets for leadership development, especially I'm going to focus on three aspects, personal leadership, career leadership, and relational leadership. And this will be great. Now, let's take a bearing from uh, this. Let's take a bearing this way. You know, most times when people hear the word leadership, which is not a new word, right? It's one of the uh, most used word today, right? If we can say that. Now, but the challenge is, most times we hear the word leadership, our mind has always been uh, conditioned to think about a thing, right? Now, so the way like Mr. Paul Adebayo puts it, he said, uh, no man is made from outside. We are a result of our minds, right? I mean, and scripture buttresses that as well. Proverbs 23, verse 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he, right? So we are a product of our mind. Now, if what comes to your mind when you hear the word leadership is a particular thing, it is that thing you will reflect, right? Let me say that again. When the word leadership or when you see or read about leadership, if whatever comes to your mind that is the outcome you will become right so we that's why i reckon with that statement that no man is made from outside we are made from inside as a man thinks inside so is he right so it is it is the the state of our mind that determines the outcome we see the same with leadership and every sphere of life now so most times again you know uh we hear this word leadership and we always think about position or oh, the person is uh holding an office a title and most times again we we see leadership as something that um we 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 need to enjoy from you know by that i mean uh it's something called a dependency mentality so um in nigeria for example uh in west africa you know in nigeria people say things like oh the leaders are not good right that 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 statement for example is a dependency mentality the meaning of that is they they expect that there are only a few people who are leaders and those people are the ones who determine the outcome of their lives that's the meaning of that statement right uh you know even in scriptures many of us are always eager to cast stones 
and you know uh, uh, and accusing fingers you know so we talk about Eli oh he was a bad leader he was a bad you know priest his children you know were so wayward and you know we say all of those things but now when we begin to have a new rethink a new renewal you know scripture enjoins us that we should be transformed and how are we transformed we're not transformed by um you know the Christmas dress we're by we're not transformed by the beautiful houses we live in which we 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 are living in right we're not transformed by um name it we're not transformed by any of such ephemeral things what is scripture say we are transformed about by the renewing of our mind right so in every facet of life what our, our top concern should be what can i do to renew my mind right and you know in the introduction in the introduction uh, Mr. Paul shared about that, that it's, you know, it's a function of sight, sight is a function of insight, right? So we, we keep renewing our mind by insight, by light, and that, that in so doing, it shatters the darkness around our lives, such that when we now hear the world, or when we are faced with a concept, the formation in our mind is what responds, and that also guides the now, outcomes. So when we, we look at, you know, uh, Eli's life, like, you know, shared earlier on and we 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 you know it's easy to point those accusing fingers right but again nobody asks that oh did the sons did did they own their own personal leadership right for example uh, um i mean there, there are many factors around the outcome in a person's life right um parental influence is one of them but it's not the only outcome out of many other factors now i'm saying this to bring this context to bring this into context that in the architecture of the mind one of the areas we need to build and grow in is what we call leadership I'm going to say that again in the architecture of the mind one of the areas we need to build and grow in is what we call the mind and, and today we see it across this various strata of society what we see is that we see outcomes of failed leadership so homes are not you know as effective as they should be marriages are some marriages are you know broken down um you know careers are not progressing uh persons are not ex exhuming their personal uh purposes and there's a whole lot of i call it uh a, a deficiency i call it a life skill deficiency you know persons are trapped and you know we are trying to find that expression but we can't find it as much as we can what is the reason for all of this it's all about what we can summarize as field leadership right now so the question i'm asking and i'm posing to you today is must you lead and when we're done from this session um it's going to be a rhetoric question because you'll be able to get an answer to it must you lead right now the question of leadership it's a question of clarity must I lead? That's the question of clarity, right? And let me say something about clarity and all of that. Um, you need you need to be clear of something when you are not sure, right? So someone says, you know, if I go to ask my wife now, I put on a shirt and say, is this white? Is this shirt white or blue? I'm asking now because I'm not sure. So I need clarity. That's the point of clarity, right? Now, so, um, but again clarity clarity is needed when there is uncertainty 
you know, just like the example I gave now. So because I'm not sure about something, I'm doubting if this is actually, this shirt is actually black or blue. And so I needed to go confirm from someone and say, hey, is this shirt actually, what color is this shirt? Right? So now uncertainty is not bad in itself. I'm going to say that again. Uncertainty is not bad, right? Um, you know, I, I was reading a book recently, which I recommend, Next Generation Leaders by Andy Stanley, right? Uh, and he was sharing something. I'm going to quote a, a, you know, a sentence. He said, the goal of leadership is not to eradicate uncertainties, but to navigate it, right? Did you get that? The goal of leadership is not to eradicate uncertainties, but to navigate it. Now, what does that mean? There will always be uncertainties in life, right? Now, it's not about, they, 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 at, at every phase and point in life, you will always have uncertainties. You are not sure of this. Oh, I'm not sure who to get married to. Oh, I'm not sure if I should go on this trip. Oh, I'm not sure if I should buy this. Oh, I'm not sure if I should take this job. Oh, I'm not sure if I should apply here. Oh, I'm not sure if I should do this. Those are uncertainties, right? I'm not sure if I should accept this proposal. Oh, I'm not sure if I should send the letter. Oh, I'm not sure if I should make this call. Oh, I'm not sure if I should enter into this friendship. Uncertainties will always be there in the journey of life there's no small uncertainties right yes it can have it can the result of uncertainties can vary across various areas of life than another but there is no small certainty now this is um, amazing. i i, I want to appreciate you for you know how you're, you're you're joining and gaining on this please don't miss it uh don't lose attention don't lose focus right now so the question is yes there are uncertainties that is why we need leadership <laughs> i think i've answered the question already so we can even close the session <laughs> why do you why must i lead there are uncertainties and there will always be uncertainties right now so that can help us to understand what leadership is all about so for example 2020 you know um was characterized with a major global uncertainties right with the pandemic right so there is always uncertainties right um for example you are, you have doubts like i shared earlier on you have fears about fears about you know, failure fears of tomorrow fears of this or that there will always be uncertainties now you must lead so as to navigate those uncertainties navigating means directing the course of something right um now the question is you're asking yourself, yes, this is the uncertainty I'm facing in this area. Now, the next question is, what do I, where do I go from here? Yes, this is the uncertainty. And the question is, where do I go from here? Right? I mean, we are surrounded by these great uncertainties. Yes, no doubt. It's, we can reckon with it. The question is, where do I go from here? And this will help us to understand leadership in a more deeper sense than perhaps what we have always known it to be. Now, so Maxwell gave a definition that leadership, a leader is a leader, a leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. Now, I wanted the part I wanted to look at is this: there are uncertainties. 
a leader is the one who can navigate the uncertainty. Now, so we can now summarize that a leader is the one who knows where he's going to, right? Where do I go from here? Irrespective of the uncertainty, where do I go from here, right? He knows where he's going to. He shows where he's going to. He can also show other people, this is how to navigate this uncertainty you're having. And guess what he also does? He goes that way. He, you know, so that's why he summarizes and says, a leader is one who knows the way, shows the way and goes the way right so you you know how to navigate the uncertainties you have that is the apex of leadership right that is what makes leadership so it, someone may be asking now um you know i used to say this that there's difference between ignorance and confusion you know they are both they're not so good but one is better it's better to be confused than to be ignorant if you are ignorant, that's a worse situation. But if you are confused, confused means you already have an idea. You maybe you have two options, but you're not sure which 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 one you should go for, right? That's confusion, right? Um, now, so even in the state of confusion, we need leadership. Why? Because a leader is one who knows where he's going to. He shows other people where he's going to, and he goes there. That is what makes a leader and that is why you today, also must be or not necessarily it wasn't it was not a prayer i was conceiving a prayer rather i was conceiving a prayer and i mean I, I never even thought that this was something i was going to refer to you know until just some few moments now um so my the prayer I was conceiving was this it was more of like an intercessory prayer so i was saying father um grant wisdom for leadership and that was intercessory prayer grant wisdom for leadership i'm going to show you you know in, in a scripture shortly why we need wisdom for leadership you know people pray a whole lot of prayers one of the highest prayers we should pray is wisdom to lead wisdom and what does that mean with this understanding we've gleaned so far wisdom to navigate uncertainties wisdom to know what to do wisdom to have the courage to go that way wisdom to have the 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 the, the fortitude to show others that is why that's the kind of prayer we need and i'm going to share with you in ephesians chapter 5 uh, verses 17 to 20 uh, i like the way the new living translation puts it i'm going to i'm going to share from that you know he summarized by saying be careful how you live be careful how you live the meaning is that there is a way to live and and, and he went on to say don't be don't be like fools now what does that mean that means some people are living like fools but he said you be careful how you live there is a way to live there is a way to live and one of the ways to live in the architecture of the mind like i shared is leadership that is one major this way is to amazing live. and this is interesting <laughs> so you see that now he said he said so be careful how you live don't live like fools but be like those who are wise how make the most of every opportunity opportunities are bound in career in your lifestyle in your relationship make the most of opportunities don't act thoughtlessly but understand what the lord wants you to do you see the, you see the reason why you know i conceived that prayer that lord grant so i i i i, I, I this is one I'm, one of the actions i'm taking already uh, most times when i'm in a learning session like this um it's not about the uh the the good words that we take note of it's about what actions do you want to take after now what actions learning is meant to lead to action not to storage so we're not going to write an exam on this the exam we're going to 
that life is going to demand from you from this session is the action you take from this learning you see that now so as you as you're on this session you know take notes of the actions you want to take that's going to be the most thing that will uh, make you remember this session for a number of years ahead right now so um i i said here and i want to share with you everyone can actually be a leader right everyone can actually be a leader everyone 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 can be a leader now because of the understanding we have with leadership now we can understand that i mean there are uncertainties and we must navigate them now so what makes a leader is not a title it's not a badge it's not an office guess what it is can you guess <laughs> try guess what it is it is mindset what makes a leader is not a title, it's not a badge, it's not an office, it is mindset. And what does that mean? Mindset, like we are sharing, there is a way a certain person thinks. That is what makes him a leader, not a title, right? You know, uh, Rabbi Shama puts it this way. He said, leadership is not a title, it is a behavior. You see it now? Leadership is not a title, it's a behavior. So those who later get the titles or offices are perhaps the few people who were found with this mindset, like we're sharing, right? So it is not the position that makes the leader. Rather, it is the leader that makes the position. This is amazing. So every one of us can be leaders. All we need is a kind of thinking. So I'm going to share the balance of time for this session on the kind of thinking we need to navigate uncertainties in personal leadership, in career leadership, and in relational leadership. Let me know if you find this so no, valuable. Number one. This is amazing. What are the kind of mindsets I need to navigate uncertainties in personal leadership? By personal leadership, like I shared with you earlier on, you know, um, so we say, oh, it's because of the, the 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 leader in this organization. Oh, it's because of this person. So we are always eager to point at people. But the first point of call in navigating uncertainty is yourself. So I call that personal leadership. And the question I want to ask you is, are you leading yourself? People are always thinking about, oh, I want to be a leader. Oh, I want to be a leader. Now, the first way place to start leadership is yourself. Lead yourself. That's the first place. I call that personal leadership. And what's the uncertainty talking about personal leadership? People are thinking, where am I going? That's the major uncertainty when we talk about personal leadership. Where am I going? This is a question of what 8 billion people on the earth are asking. Where am I going? You know, yesterday I had a long trip, a long road trip, and, you know, um, I was driving to a very far location. And one of the things that, so I was also making use of, you know, a map as we're navigating the trip. And, you know, it was so, it was just so amazing when I look at that, you know, scenario and I compare with life. We, I, I didn't just set out on the journey because I just wanted to drive or I just wanted to enjoy and cruise around. No, I, I was going somewhere. I had a destination in mind. And so the first, the first uncertainty we need to navigate when we talk about personal leadership is where am I going to? So I'm asking you right now, if you, if you can, make a note of it. Where are you going to? In this journey of life, where are you going to? That's the question, you know, that needs an answer just about right now. Where are you going to? That's it. Where are you going to? Think about it. 
The reason is that leadership is ignited by purpose. That is why we need to know where we're going to. Personal leadership, right? You know, I always say this that, you know, it's not just about using our senses alone. We must also use our essence. Many people, um, yes, we, we, we've gone to great schools. We've we've done a got great degrees, great certifications. We are, we are doing great work. I mean, that's amazing. But beyond using just your senses, God has something amazing called your essence. That is what ignites your personal leadership. And that is what gives meaning to where you are going. I remember, you know, many years ago, I was I was actually on this uh, area asking myself, I didn't have to navigate where I was going to in life, right? I mean, I, I had a first class degree. I was very smart, doing great work. But I, I still had some uncertainties with regards to where I was going to. And I went to God like Apostle Paul prayed, you know, formerly called Saul. It was it, it, all he did before. He assumed leadership. I mean, that guy assumed leadership. I mean, and that's what the society paints today. He was the leader of the gang that were going to, that were assigned to persecute Christians. He was the leader. They gave him insurance for doing that. They gave him benefits. He was on a salary for doing that. He was living large, right? He had other people in his troop that, you know, when they're going to persecute Christians, they go together. So he was the leader. But he was actually misleading them. He was, and how was he misleading them? First, he was misleading his life because he was not knowing where he was going to. But a day came like this session, just like this session you're listening to. And he was going again to abuse Christians, to persecute them. And God said, no, no more to that. There's more to your life than your senses. I have an essence for you. And he said, Lord, okay, what will you have me do? Acts chapter 9, verse 6. And, and you know, God said, okay, go into the city, you meet Ananias, and shall be told you what you should do. You read the later part of that, Acts chapter 9, you know, God opened him up to where you are to go. Oh, I'm calling you to preach my name to the Gentiles, this, that, that, and that. That gave a whole lot of meaning and essence to his life. This is amazing. And when I prayed that prayer, April 10, 11, and 12, you know, of that year, it opened me up to where I was to go to, where this is where I'm going to right and that was the beginning of my personal leadership why because before god can give you the capacity to lead other people you must start by leading yourself it is the validation of leading yourself that god sees that confers you the opportunity and the privilege is only a privilege to lead others and the privilege to lead others is not a management position it's an opportunity to help them to clear their own uncertainties as well in whatever area God has called you to, this is great. Now, let's talk about this second aspect of uh, leadership and the uncertainties and how to navigate it. I call it career leadership. Career leadership. Career leadership. Um, what is your uncertainty in this area? I'm going to share it. The uncertainty in this area is people asking, what work do I do? You know, and, and I mean, I mean, and this is not just about a job by work what i mean is life work so let me put it in context what life work do i do you know many people have different jobs already i mean you're doing great work great engagements but is your is your current engagement your life work think about it is your current engagement your life work think about it right you know uh, god inspired me to write a book in 2014 uh, called the career leader and you know I, I try fusing those two words together and how those two constructs work together talking about career and leadership that's the concern in this area 
people are saying oh how do i be how do i be um, of great influence in my career now before that can happen you need to be able to navigate the uncertainty in this area what what's my life work right when you look at major great career stories it wasn't just about excellence on the job it was much about impact through a life work and the answer to this uncertainty is simple number one you you, you, you begin to ask yourself what values can i add these questions will help you to unravel your life work actually uh i can't be able to you know walk you through this entire model you know in this short session but actually from your personal leadership you can gain insight into your career leadership right and and it's it dovetails into each other right but now let's get back to the questions number one is what values can i add this will help us to navigate the uncertainties in career leadership number two what contributions can i make it's a contributor's world what contributions can i make number three what feats can i accomplish right i mean in the history of the world there are certain names we will never forget why they accomplished certain feats what feats can you accomplish as well and the fourth the question i just want to leave us with now on this area is what impact can i engender what impact what impact right impact um in the school of um career model like i shared in my book i know um you have various dividends of career you have income which is reward you have impact you have influence you have uh, legacy you have enjoyment you have fulfillment you have i mean you have a whole lot of them now if the reward you are getting from the work you do is only income then you are not yet a career leader a career leader has transcend just income as a dividend of what you do to a major part talking about impact amongst others right so what what is my life work this is a, a major uncertainty many young girls are trying to navigate right and how to navigate that is some of these questions i've asked and you know document your answer again the reason is this leadership does not take place in a void you know i have a definition i always give that leadership is not isolated leadership takes place within an office that office is not a building it's not one someone appoints you in i call it a leadership office and so if you say you are a leader you are navigating people's uncertainties in life the question would be would be in what area are you navigating uncertainties by the grace of god i'm navigating young adults uncertainties uh, with regards to the fears they have in their careers in their relationships and in their lifestyle and what is the goal the goal is back to my personal leadership to raise young people to mold minds to raise a new breed of such category of young people who can be more purposeful and productive about life i used to have everything connects and so when right. i look at the entire equation you see that leadership is all about results what result are you are you are you are you getting right so um I, i've been able to train over 12,000 young adults uh, on a number of life skills and how you know that can help them navigate fears and uncertainties in careers relationship and, li and lifestyle and you know i've done some coaching work and all of that but now the point i'm bringing out is this 
what is the impact, the result, the palpable, tangible results from what all of your life work? That is leadership because leadership is results. And so I've got a whole lot of, you know, uh, uh, testimonials from clients I've worked with, organizations I've consulted for, and all of that. And that is what confirms your leadership, right? Um, it's the results in the lives. If you offer a product, what is the impact of that product? If you offer a service, what is the impact of that service? Leadership is about results, right? Now, um, I, I need to say this because when it, in a generation where people get concerned about, um, um, you know, say, is he, I, 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 who are you? What how old are you? You know, you know, I, I, I get, I get some engagement, some, some, I mean, some discussion, and you know, gets to a point when people get in this abusive conversation and they say, how old are you, Seth? You know, I don't know if you've heard that before, but he, this is the point. Leadership is not by age. <laughs> leadership is not by age it's rather by what i call mileage mileage talks about cumulative results mileage talks about cumulative results right so um how much have you how much results as your life your work your life work and all about your personal leadership impacted the lives of others that's the cumulative impact of leadership and so whether you're 20 or you are 40 or you are 50, it's about the cumulative impact. So someone that is younger could have a cumulative, you know, result more than someone who is older in age. And so leadership is not measured by age, but rather by cumulative impact. I mean, there's a whole lot of that, but I'll just pause in that. And then I'll, I'll work us through on the last part, which is on relational leadership, right? I mean, do you find this valuable? This is no, I, this, this is, is the third aspect, really. talking about relational leadership. And, and what's the uncertainty in this area? Remember, leadership is about navigating uncertainties, right? What is the uncertainty in this area? People are saying, how do I inspire and compel others? How do I inspire and compel others? Yeah, right um whether it's on the micro level or on the macro level either in in relational um exchanges in the workplace or it's relational exchanges that is meant to lead towards courtship and marriage or it's towards any aspect of relationship how do i inspire this person to believe in me how do i you know get this person to be on board with me how do i get this person to buy my idea how do i get this person to buy my products how do i get this person to buy what i do that's the uncertainty in that area right and you know it's simple if you it's a if it's a trade if you followed up you know the engagement and the line of thoughts you will see that you know personal leadership it graduates into career leadership and now into relational leadership now so people do not just buy what you do rather they buy why you do what you do i'm gonna say that again people do not buy what you do there are many people who do what you do. What you do is great, but it's 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 generic. What brings that out and what brings the uniqueness out from what you do is why you do it. So people buy what people buy from you because of why you do it, right? And and people who come who communicate this narrative are able to compel more people. Now, what I mean is this. And so it's just like, um, um, let's use public transportation, for example. In Nigeria, this is how public transportation somewhat works for a, a large part of this country. 
Now, so uh, you see a, a particular bus, um, and the bus has two people working in as a team, minimum. They have um, a driver who is the pilot of the bus, and also uh, another assistant who is called a conductor. Now, so what happens? The conductor, after the, the driver, the pilot has agreed with the you know, uh, conductor, they've, they've agreed on their, their, uh, their direction, where they are going to. That, you remember, that's the first part of personal leadership. Where am I going to? They've both agreed, okay, today, this is where we're applying. From here to here, we move to this. We'll take a break from here. And then we'll navigate to this area. From here, we move to this. That is, they have their, their flight plan already, if you can say that. And guess what they do next? They begin their journey, right? So their mileage starts counting. And of course, it even shows in the dashboard, their mileage keeps growing as they're moving. And one of the things they do is that, irrespective of the fact that they know where they are going to, that does not help anybody. That is useless to human beings on the street right that they know where they are going to that is only good for themselves what helps other people on the streets is when they now go and you see the conductor communicating to people hey friends on the street on the road this is where we are going to are you going to a similar destination if you are coming and guess what happens people then coming right and they they coming with joy because they found someone going in a similar destination to where they're going to. They don't, they, don't leave, they don't come only with joy alone. They come in and they also pay them for that destination. This is amazing. And you see, to compare people on your course, to compare people on your track, to compare people on your journey, communicate where you're going to. It's as simple as that. Communicate where you're going to. Paint the picture in so much vivid way. So you see organizations today, you know, they communicate, these are vision statement, these are mission statement, these are the core values that is driving us there. Are you willing to come on board? And so what happens is that a, a person's personal vision finds fulfillment in a corporate vision. And then you see two, you know, uh, two coming together to work. That's how it works. So the same thing in marriage. A man communicates to a woman and say, this is where I'm going to. I mean, and he paints it in so compelling way. And he asks the woman in a simple question, right? He doesn't need a ring to make that communication. It just takes the word of mouth. It says, this is where I'm going to. I sense X, Y, Z, and Z. Will you love to come along with me on this journey? And the woman says, oh, well, I'm going to pray about it. Oh, I'm going to think about it. And she comes back and says, Oh, I love to come along with you on this journey. And I would love to be your helpmate on this journey. That's the same way it works. This is amazing, right? I, I'm just going to stop around here uh, because of time and I'm just going to receive questions. So I uh, feel free to drop in your questions right now. Let's get through and trash them through. It's been my pleasure and I want to appreciate you for your so time. So I'm going to close in this right. way. Um, the best leaders are the best learners. What's the reason for that? You need insights to navigate uncertainties you need uncertainties to be a leader and so the tie around all of them is insight that comes through knowledge the best leaders are the best learners right so whatever area you find uncertainties to navigate the uncertainties 
go for knowledge in that area be it in career be it in lifestyle be it in relationship right go for knowledge in that area right and you see that you, you the uncertainties will will will, will fizzle out you you can now navigate them and know what to do right remember that scripture there is how to live and of course when you when you corroborate that with you know uh the other scripture in if you know in, uh, ecclesiastes that talked about the fact that the labor of the fool wearies him why he does not know how how there's a way there's a how to live in the architecture of the mind leadership is one of the hours is one of the ways to live right remember leadership is not developed in a day but daily right so feel free please drop in your questions right now if you have and let's walk through on them um i'm going to share one or two more um resources that will help us uh once we are done from here thank you so much for your okay, time thank you so much uh, for that fantastic question um so i think it's, it's a twin question let's take uh the first one if someone finds himself um in the position of leadership but yet to start I think we should take the second one first. If the person later discovers that he's in the office, not in line with his leadership, what now? Okay, so um, one of the things I think that comes to mind is that nothing happens by chance. Um, so even an appointment or an offer or an opportunity to serve, what now? What what positional leadership does is that. It gives an opportunity to serve in mass. So we we serve daily, right? But when a position comes, it gives an opportunity to continue that service, but now not just in trickles, but in a large amount of impact. Because so imagine someone now, oh, you've been doing some great work in education, um, you know, early childhood. Uh, you know, basic education and all of that, and you get an opportunity to serve as a commissioner of education. Now, what that does is that you have you you've been serving already, but what that position now does is that it gives an opportunity to continue that service to a large amount or to uh, to to a large state, to a large province. Right? That's the meaning. Now, so if a person finds himself in a position of leadership, uh, but yet to start personal career leadership. Uh, so it's, it's actually going to be difficult because, like I shared in the session, what makes, this is not the position that makes the leader, it is the leader that makes the position. So because they found this person, you have, the person has been doing great work in education, and then they said, oh, please, can you come serve in this capacity? We see the work you have been doing. And, you know, when I look at it in my personal life, all of the awards I've received, recommendation, recognition, they were not aloof recognitions or generic recognitions. You see them writing there, oh, want to recognize you for X, Y, Z. What they were recognizing for is already my personal leadership I found. What I recognize is already my career leadership, right? If I had if I had not found them, there would be no major basis for recognition. Now, even if the recognitions came, even without my personal leadership, they were going to come in a disarray. What that means is that today a recognition will come in this one, tomorrow is this one. So by the time you are trying to now accumulate uh, all of your results, like I shared, you are trying, you are trying to put together your mileage, you find that they can't add up together. You can only add an homogeneous uh construct together you can only add things that are, are in similar terms together you can't add you can't just like the way you can't put water and kerosene together they won't mix 
right? So we can only accumulate our impact when we've actually found a personal leadership and also our career leadership. So it's the recognition of all of those that actually brings the position. That's the right kind of position that, that moves a leader forward, right? If any other position comes without these two, uh, it's not a progressive position. Maybe let's, even, let's just call it a management position, not a leadership position, right? Now the second one, if the person later discovers that he or she is not in line, okay, I think I already answered as well, um, so it's just a management position. Uh, so while you, the, you know, the person is serving in that management position, uh, work on your personal leadership, work on, you know, on your on your career leadership, so that uh, that management leadership, management position perhaps so soon will be um, a leadership position, right? I hope Prayer. this helps. Father, we thank, thank you for, you that, for the time tonight. Thank you for how you've helped us. Thank you for the light that you have shined on our path. We give you praise for this. We pray that let this light shine into our innermost man and let it shatter every darkness that is lurking in any corner of our lives and any darkness behind any uncertainty in our lives. Let the light of your world from this session today shatter such darkness in the name of Jesus. Therefore, we receive clarity, we receive precision, we receive accuracy to make informed decisions, to make the right step, to take the right step, to make the right decision in every sphere, in every area of our lives, in the precious name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, take over right now and do what only you alone can do. Thank you once again in the name of Jesus. Thank you for challenging us. Thank you for changing us. We give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You have gained insights and strategies to live life purposefully. Now is the time to take actions in the direction of your learnings. For more products, bookings, and inquiries, please visit www.abrahamowashini.com.